Good morning, everyone. This is Psyched with Carrie Nickel and Sherelle Hicks, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Please yeah. give us a this morning, our number is 646-652-2071. Good morning, super co-hosts. What kind Ooh. of Friday are you having? So far, so good, baby. I'm having a really good Friday. Hell, how many Fridays have you had that are bad? <laughs> Not many. Not many. Not many. Mm-mm. I'm always yeah. happy when it's Friday. Because that means I get to go watch Brandon play football. And actually, this weekend, I'm going to be going and hanging out on the field at the ECU game tomorrow morning with my friend, the Pirate. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So I get to actually be down on the football field and all that madness. Mm -hmm. Looking up at 50,000 spectators and watching my friend, my very dear friend of mine is actually sort of the mascot for the East Carolina football team. And he comes out dressed as a Pirate. My cat. Is spazzing out on my desk. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Um, he comes out, <laughs> brings out the fo- the football team dressed in a pirate, and there's like smoke going off and cannons and whatever. And uh, so he's got a field pass for me, and I'm going to go down there with him and and see what it's like to be looking out at 50,000 fans. So I'm really I'm really excited. Are they doing pretty good this year? I couldn't tell you, baby. All I keep up with is Green Hope High School football. And we don't even want to talk about right. their record. Because <laughs> it ain't good. Like that. Yeah, they pretty much get their rear ends handed to them every week. But those fellas still go out there and give it their best. So, Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we play so white boy. The- <laughs> you play what? We play white boy football at Green Hope High School. <laughs> wow. Bless your heart. Hey. The other what? team's got to have somebody to beat. God knows. So. <laughs> well, Let's just get right to it. <laughs> no kidding, right? So how's your week been? My week has been really good. I, I can't complain. Uh, I'm just glad that it's Friday. I've had some <laughs> interesting situations. I dealt a lot this week with irrational thinking. Right. And it's just amazing to me how people create their own storyline in their heads that calls depression and anxiety, low self-esteem, mm-hmm. failure, you know, fear of failure, fear of success, all because of thoughts that they're creating in their heads. I, I, I believe everybody I talk to is dealing with that issue. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that we all walk around with this you know, with this sort of internal conversation going on in our heads that most people don't even really pay that close attention to. But, oh, I heard Sounds it. like we have a caller. Good morning, Michael. Welcome to the show. I believe you are the first caller that has called in this early. <laughs> Boy, do we do appreciate you, sir. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning to you all. Good morning. Good morning. Michael, Michael, uh, we have a request because we were struggling this morning. We normally come up with a theme for Friday, like last week was bra-free Friday in support of breast cancer. We've had panelist Friday. No, panty-free Friday. (laughs) Panty-free Friday. So we're going to ask every caller to call in to give us their idea of what this Friday should be like. So you're on. 
No pressure. <laughs> no pressure now. <laughs> no pressure. What you got? It should be about, hmm, getting yourself together, basically. Getting yourself I mean, together Friday. Like, get, getting yourself together Friday. I mean, okay. just like when you said about, when you said about irrational thoughts. I mean, it can work the same way. I mean, those irrational thoughts come from the unpaced mind. You know, it's moving too fast. I mean, life is learning in steps, but we must navigate them in order to keep order. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not you're not going to get anything before you're not going to get anything before you just do. So it's like you can't cut the line and expect to get what you want. You have to bid your time, and you'll appreciate it when you do get it. You understand? Yep, yep. So sometimes you just, and what's what I say to myself, I think, in, along those same lines, is sometimes you just have to embrace where you are. And sometimes, you know, life presents us situations that, that obviously teach us lessons, but that are difficult. But you got to get through I mean, them to get to the next step. I mean, exactly. I mean, we're going to have our ups and downs, but if you commit to something and you don't finish, you never know the outcome. Right. So it's like you're cheating yourself by trying to cheat to get ahead of it because you miss out. I mean, it's probably a thousand parts to make up your car, but you already know without each and every one of them, it's not going to work or it's not going to work for long anyway. And that's just mm-hmm. like life. If you mm-hmm. skip pieces and processes like a lot of people don't graduate from high school okay but if you don't go and get your GED nowadays you can't even go in the military so you just anybody can be the president of the United States until what you get a felony you cheat yourself you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. 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 which brings me to uh, folks this morning uh, as I was telling Carrie earlier a lot of the work that I did this week was on cognitive behavioral therapy, and it was in cognitive behavioral therapy is looking at the way people think and how they rationalize their thoughts and what type of mood they're in. So as a therapist, we work hard to help you see the reality, kind of like our theme song, To Be Real. And so as we go through these weeks, I'm going to start to putting out the ten forms of twisted thinking. And the first one is all or nothing thinking. And I think this is what we're talking about right now, Michael. And according to uh, the author Burns, it says you see things in black or white categories. If a situation falls short of perfect, you see it as a total failure. Mm -hmm. When a young woman on a diet ate a spoonful of ice cream, she told herself, I've blown my diet completely. This mm-hmm. thought upset her so much that she gobbled down the whole quart of ice cream. Right. And I think we operate a lot like that. It's all or nothing. You know, if I don't get it right the first time, it's it's nothing. If I if I start my day at six thirty and I sleep over and I don't actually start my day until ten, a lot of people just say, Well, the hell with it. I'm not even gonna do anything today. Mm-hmm. Give yourself permission to say it's okay. Right. It's all right. We can start right now. Right. Yep. Uh, folks who think in black and white have a tendency. I mean, folks who are very rigid in their thinking that way have a real tendency towards depression. 
anxiety, low self-esteem. Yep. We can run the gamut. Yep, absolutely. So, but, the, you know, when you think that way, you really set yourself up, don't you? I think so. What do you think, Michael? Yeah, you set yourself up to fail. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yep. because the process of elimination is set up for you to eliminate what you call, what we call our fault, as you progress. So failing, like about her diet, she assumed she was failing. But what mm-hmm. she didn't realize was the progress she had achieved. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, just listen. because you don't get 100 on the test doesn't mean you fail, right? It means right. you did right. good. You just, want, you just want to do better. Yep. Totally. Absolutely. And so what that you so, you know, so what what generally people tend a, to do too is focus on the negative. So for exactly. example, like you with the, need to look at the Yeah. If you so look if, at the positive, then the negative falls out of the equation. Right. So let's let's play a game this morning, guys. Um I worked a lot this week with positive affirmations because if you think about it, a lot of us didn't grow up with a lot of positivity. It was, at least for me, it was like, let's just make it from one day to the next. We, we, we didn't have a lot of time for that. So I am teaching my clients how to, when an irrational thought comes that puts you in a bad place, what can we replace it with? So I'm going to do an exercise with you and Michael Carey. Okay. So I'm going to give you a phrase, right? And I'm going to give you an example, and then I'm going to throw it out there and see what you guys come up with, okay? Mm-hmm. So one of them may be, I hate my body. So how can we change that into something positive that you can say when that thought comes into your mind? Because we know that the brain is so sophisticated that it can change its direction with less than a minute. Mm-hmm. So when I say, I hate my body, it becomes... I love and appreciate my body. Mm-hmm. So it's a simple phrase, okay? So I'm going mm-hmm. to play this with you and Michael. So who want to go first? Go I'll ahead, go Michael. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, I never have enough money becomes what? Hmm. But I will make the best out of what I have. I like that. Mhm. I like that. Mhm. I did too. And, and and the book is the book is really close to what you just said, Michael. It says money flows into my life in an abundant way. So when you start to having those thoughts, folks, that's listening to us today, cre- recreate something to make it positive. Okay, here you go, Carrie. Here's yours. All right, baby. I'm tired of being sick. Becomes what? Uh, let's see. Um, well, that reminds me of something I decided four years ago, which was I'm not going to be sick. I'm a healthy human being. I have a strong immune system, mm. and I am not going to be sick. And i got to tell you, I can tell you the last day I was sick. It was the 4th of July, 2006. <laughs> Gosh. That's the last time I was sick. <laughs> That's worked. So cool. I know, it's really, it is cool. I have not gotten sick in four years. I just decided that was a really rough weekend, and I decided after that weekend I'd had enough. I wasn't going to get sick. So knock on wood, I hadn't gotten sick. Four years. So when, 
what would be your affirmation just in case that thought comes into your mind? How, how would you combat it? What would you say to yourself? Well, just that I have a healthy body and a strong immune system, and I'm a happy, healthy human being. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, it's time for a break. And so when we return, it will be more psych with Carrie and Shrill Show. Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nichol. Please give us a call. Our call-in number this morning is 646-652-2071. And it looks like we have a call on hold from Miss Smith. You there, Miss Smith? Am hi, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. C-G-I-F. Yeah. <laughs> Friday-licious, baby. It's Friday-licious. Is that going to be yours, Miss Smith? Miss Smith, we're asking everybody okay, to name their Friday today. Did you hear me, Miss Well, Ms. it's Smith? really not my Friday. It's not my Friday because I still work. You know, being a, being a salon owner, I work on Saturdays. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Do you have Mondays so, off? Well, no, because um, I'm a salon owner. I don't work. I don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> we know about that, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, we do. So I do work on Mondays. I have Sundays off. But, ladies, you know what? Since you all been online, since I've been listening, I always seem to bring your topics to my house. You know, it's always personal. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm beginning to think this is my own personal radio show. But the the topic, oh, man, did y'all talk about um, Southern Bells this morning? Mm, The evolution of sex? Well, no, I'm thinking about my house again. And see me, I, I'm a, I born and raised in the city from New York to D.C. I've been um, in, the, in, the, in, the north, in the southern part for almost five years now. But guess who has a southern bell? Ooh, is the Mrs. a southern yes. bell? <laughs> I said, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> about to can you hear me 
One one of the things that we were talking about to, to this morning was irrational thoughts and how it causes us to be depressed, have anxiety, low self-esteem. You know, such as a sister walking into the room and she thinking everybody talking about her and in actuality everybody is in their own world. Yeah. So one of the things that Carrie and I are doing this morning is uh, creating positive affirmations. So... Uh, for instance, Carrie had, I am tired of being sick. And it becomes what, Carrie? I am healthy and have a strong immune system. So I would like to give you one today to see what, how you can turn a negative into a positive. You, you want to play this game with us this morning, ma'am? Can I give you one? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Well, um, if there's a person that's constantly saying, I'm too fat, what message can they give themselves to bring them out of walking around with that irrational thought? And they may be too fat, but if you walk around with negative thoughts, you probably never make a change. So what what statement could you come up with? Okay, you know what? I, you know, I... With self-esteem, I guess that's one reason why I'm so comfortable in my own skin. Because I think that it really starts from when you when you small. You know, like if you was a fat kid, and then when you mm -hmm. come, every time you turn around, your mother says, "Get your fat at you." Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you know, you constantly yeah. <laughs> constantly hearing these things. Me, I'm a dark skinned sister, so you know, coming up, you were here. You just, especially if you're a doctor than your other family members. Uh -huh. But see, then if you got someone, a father, especially if you're a female, you have a, 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 a person that's telling you, you're a beautiful black girl. Uh -huh. You know, you, you're a little baby. We can get rid of that. And you know, another example is one time I was having a really, really bad day. I mean, a really bad day. I had death in my family three times, and, you know, right there together. I was really depressed, and I was going through some stuff on my own health issues. And I got ready to get off the subway. I was in D.C. I was getting ready to get off the subway, and there was this young boy. He had to been about 13 or 14, and he was standing in front of the, the, the toll. That, you know, you have to put your car through to get out of the subway. And he was mm -hmm. holding the line up, and this was like 3, 4 o'clock, so it's really busy, and I'm like, oh, Lord, now what's going on? I walked to the front to find out that this little boy, mind you, he couldn't have been no more than 12 or 13. He was digging his, his he was getting his card out of his shirt pocket because he didn't have any arms. So he was picking it out, getting it out, and he was trying to get out of his mouth, and he had dropped it so someone else had come around and help him pick it up. But this being the reason why it held us up, because this guy don't have any arms. And you know that that, that was like God showing me, just as bad as you think you are, you have it. There's someone out that's dealing with, you know, more, much more hurdles than what you got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, 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 um, and I think things like that helped me. Sherelle, I don't know what to tell a fat girl besides a 30-day free membership or walk. Come on, baby, I'll walk with you. You know, that's how I do. I don't, I'm not going to tell you you're not fat. You're a little thick, you know. But, but I ain't going to make it. I'm going to make it more constructive criticism. It's how you, how you approach them. So what, I mean, but what, what could a fat girl say to herself? to feel better about herself so that she can make some changes. Okay, but if she I mean, feels like if she, if she, 
what is she going to, I mean, is she saying anything to herself? Is she doing stuff? I mean, what is she doing? You can't, you can't keep telling myself, I'm going to get smaller, I'm going to get smaller, and you still supervising everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, what she's saying this. I'm not going to the dance because I'm too fat. I'm not going to go to the swimming pool because I'm too fat. What are some things that she could say to herself to bring herself out of it? Because that's irrational. It's not, po- it's, it's not positive, and you're not going to lose weight by chanting in your mind that you're fat. Nope. So what could she chant in her mind to say, I can get through this? Okay, you know what, Sherelle? I, you know, I'm, I'm real good at hair, but some some time, you, you kind of got me on the one. I'm about to pass the buck. I have a client here, and, and she's a tad bit smarter than me. I'm going to pass the buck to her because she has high self-esteem. Okay, come on, girl. Talk to us. Hey, how are you this morning? Hey, Ladybug. How you doing? Well, thanks for asking. Listen, um... On the topic of somebody being um, a little on the heavy side or low self-esteem in any manner, this is the thing. I I grew up in a household with um, a very domineering black woman, and a lot of times that happens to black women. What happens is our parents, in a way to rear us, are saying things in the negative. Now, not to say that they're constantly negative, because it's like, um, what's that game, Jenga? They're building you up and then knocking you down all at the same time like the world's going to do. And the Mm -hmm. fact is, that was really good for my self-esteem, because my mother would say things like, get your skinny tail in here, blank-a-blank-a-blank, or get your nappy head in here, blank-a-blank. But in the same breath, I I mean, the exact same breath, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. You have the Mm -hmm. loveliest legs I've ever seen. So even though she was tearing you down, she was tearing you down, as you know, the world was going to tear you down and building you up at the same time. And that, and so for me, it gave me a level of self-esteem that it, it really doesn't matter what anybody else says because I already know. I already know that I'm beautiful. I already know that I'm wonderful. I, it doesn't matter. I don't need you to validate that. I can look in the mirror and be the biggest, fattest woman, or I can have three eyes. It doesn't matter. It has to come from within. You know, people can say what they want, but it really has to come from within. And so my advice is get naked, get in the mirror, and begin to love yourself. Ooh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Very good. Woo! Y'all about to get naked, aren't you, Sherelle? <laughs> because as long as we've been trying to validate ourselves against our Caucasian sisters, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. We have to realize that there is value in our own beauty. We have to set our own standard, really, and that's the thing. For a long time, because remember now, back on TV, you weren't always represented, and when you were, you weren't represented in a fashion that you that we should have been. You were either the maid or, for a long time, you weren't even on TV. But then when you got on TV, you were the maid or you were somebody in a role that was domesticated, now, you know, everything has changed, and so you see yourself more in, in uh, roles where you're really represented positively. So you have to realize there's value in your own beauty, and, and, and you're the standard. We're the standard. Mm. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank you so much, sweetie. It's time for a break, guys. And when we come back, we're going to have more of the show with Carrie and Sherelle. Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel. It seems like we've got quite a few folks on hold, so let's get right to the calls. Uh, Big Al's been waiting for a while. You there, Big Al? Hey, lady. How y'all doing today? Hey. Thanks for holding for so long, Al. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, man. What's going on? Yeah, I'm running around. I've been up since 5 this morning. Running, 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 running. But I'm all right today. Ooh, up since 5.30, been up five hours. Big Al does more before most people get up. What is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> the Marine. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all right, though. I've got a lot of comforts, though. Let me you yeah. That feels but good. I, I want to first. I, I, I know. I, I know my lady, Miss Smith, is listening. So, Miss Miss Smith, thank you for getting the phone, honey. <laughs> she was killing us last week. <laughs> she I, I was. Don't know what was wrong with her phone? She, I guess she was on speaker or something. She was. Oh man! But she sounded very good today, though. Yeah. And uh, also, Miss Sherelle, you must be careful about what you say when this thing go off the air. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, we had all that like, kiss the dome. You know what that means? Oh, you know, like, kiss, the, kiss the top of the dome and all that. I'm getting high. You got to be kidding me. That's no. going to hurt. No, you got to be kidding me. You don't want to say it. What are you talking about? I got to be kidding you. Now, how am I supposed to mute the mics if you're talking to the guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying, though. Yo, Mike, you still available? You still available? Oh no! He said he was going into the the Department of Motor Vehicles. So stop oh, right. it. He was going to motor vehicles, right, right, right. But yeah, y'all got an interesting topic this morning about the uh, the self esteem thing and the game you're playing. I mean, it seems like nobody seems to have a question about that fat thing. I'm taking it from a guy that's six three, about five hundred pounds. I'm all right today. That's what comes to my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you. You, you you're a big fat. me and my huh? You a big beautiful black man, ain't you, Al? Yeah, I'm a big lovable, lovable dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm the overweight lover, big Al. There's a lot of big Al to go around. Hey, yeah, the only only thing about that only thing about that 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 weight thing though, I feel good about myself. But as far as like health wise, it's not as healthy as I think, as it could be. You're right. But I'm. I'm real comfortable with who I am, and wherever room I step in, I know the room lights up because they know I'm here now. You know, that's so, right. That's right. I, I don't have, I don't have like that. I ain't gone because you know, I'm too big. Or before somebody invite me somewhere, I really that the, the question that it poses is, uh, uh, do you have accommodations for me? Like you got a nice sturdy chair. You know, I ain't doing too much standing. So if you can't accommodate, let me know. I'll bring my own. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not gonna show. Just you know hey, what I mean? Al. I ain't gonna show just because. Yeah. Hey Al, we we got a whole bunch yes. of people holding, but before I move on to the next caller, we are asking all the callers to come up with a positive affirmation. So I'm gonna give you a negative thought. And I wanna see how yes. you turn it into something positive. It should be something very short but something that you can combat negative thinking when it comes. 
because remember the brain is so sophisticated it can change in less than a second so your yours today is nobody loves me can turn into what now remember you may save someone's life today so think about that for a second nobody loves me nobody somebody's loves walking around today going me. nobody loves me and possibly thinking but about I suicide. love myself all right but I love myself so all right and if the other person don't love me maybe they don't love themselves true that mm -hmm. true that well the book says for nobody the book is saying that one uh, positive thought is nobody loves me turns into I radiate love and love fills my life. Nice. I radiate Thank love you. and love fills my life. So, Al, thanks again for calling. Hope you call back next week. Um, have a sure. great weekend. And we're on Likewise. to the next. Likewise. Likewise. Absolutely. All right. Have a blessing. Peace out, Bye. Al. All right. Well, we have another call, and it's um, Carrie. Can you pronounce that? Uh, Is that Mawu? Mawu. Mawu. Welcome, May two. May two. Good morning, May two. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning, Cheryl. This is my two. Hey, my thank two. Thanks for sending that number because I Absolutely. really had to get in on. I had to get on to this self-esteem issue. Yes, um, ma'am. I was listening, first of all, I want to speak with about the young, uh, if you're overweight and you're having a self-esteem issue, we have to think about uh, what is going on. We, every time we turn on TV, pick up a magazine, uh -huh. it is geared to make us feel bad about ourselves. Right. And especially black women. We are out here just not looking at the positive beauty that we have. We don't look at uh, our beautiful selves and radiate that self-esteem. And we get it also sometimes from our, uh, from our, our men, what we allow them to do to us. Mm -hmm. So oh, when we wow. say no one loves us, that's because we don't love ourselves. Absolutely. Because we're someone. We have to first love ourselves. And if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. That's right. And you can't have anyone love you. Why would they? Right. If you would not, if you don't care for yourself, so Absolutely. you have to think positive. You have to speak life, and you need to. For so, what what do you do with the person who is overweight and has low self esteem? You speak life into them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You pick out the positive things about them, and you let them know that the situation they are in today is not where they have to stay. Absolutely, and I agree mm -hmm. with what you say. When you talk about the images out in the media, um, I think it's very important to be careful to what you, you know, with what you expose yourself to, and to realize that, you know, most of the the, the models that you see in magazines and and um, the exceptionally thin human beings. I mean, there's only three percent of the population that can even hope to achieve that size. I think the average size of the American woman is a size 12, um, and we don't. So we don't see your normal American woman um, displayed on in magazines and you know television and movies, um, they're impossibly high standards to achieve. So, and I think it's unfortunate because you can see television shows where you've got men that range in age, you know, and and you know from young to old and fat to skinny. But you know, most television programs and movies they only show women who are very thin and very attractive and very young. So, 
I think it is, it, you know, it's a situation that can set us up to feel not as good about ourselves as, as you know, we would like to feel. So I think limiting your exposure to that really is helpful, too. Well, Matsu, we're doing something a little bit different this morning. What we're doing is giving a negative thought that a person may walk around with, and we're asking you to turn it into something positive. So are you ready to do this game with us this morning? I'm ready. Okay. So yours will be, I'm not good enough, becomes what? I'm not good enough because I'm not better than anyone else. But then there's no one better than me. Mm, nice. I like it. And mm-hmm. and that and that's how I that's how I look uh, at life. So when you are whether you're at uh, in your job or your career, and you're looking at someone, and you cannot allow when you say you cannot allow fear, and that thought is a, a fearful thought mm-hmm. because it will keep you from going forward. It will, it will stop you from moving. It will stop you from living. It will stop you from taking a chance and stepping out on faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I'm better than anyone else, but I'm not measuring my worth against someone else. I measure my worth against what's inside of me. Awesome. Thank I you so much. That was beautiful, Matu. We appreciate you calling today. And please tell your friends, please call in again. We have another caller waiting. Um, But thanks again for your wisdom. Have a wonderful day. You You do the same. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Absolutely. Very positive lady. Absolutely. Well, we have Scott Holland. Good morning, Scott. Well, hi, girls. Hey. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to take a, a slightly different viewpoint, I think, here than than what you've been talking about so far. Um, I, I see a great distinction here that that I think should be made between affirmations and excuses. Uh, mm. For me, an affirmation might be helpful to me if there is something about myself or about my circumstances that can't be changed. Uh, Maybe um, it's uh, that I'm handicapped. Mm -hmm. And an affirmation can really help me there because, uh, you know, I have, this is hypothetical, of course, you know, I have a kind of handicap that um, isn't going to be, you know, cured or fixed or anything like that. So an affirmation can be helpful there. But if... um, if I am, and I'll just go ahead and use the words rather than the patty cake words that we tend to use these days. If I am fat or I am stupid, and both of those things are things that I don't like, and both of those things are things that I can change, then that affirmation can turn into an excuse mm-hmm. and a rationalization for me to continue overeating and being really fat and um, rejecting all education and mm-hmm. remaining stupid. Mm-hmm. So if I, am, if I am feeling stupid and I don't like that, you know, I know I can change it. Most of us can change that. I'm going to do something about that. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be patient with myself while I'm doing it. 
But if I'm telling myself in an affirmation, if I'm turning, hey, I'm stupid, into, you know, I'm as, I'm as smart as God wants me to be, then I've really just told myself, you know, not only is it fine to be stupid, God wants me to be stupid. You know, I can right. really take that affirmation into something that is um, approaching uh, ruin in my own life. Right. So if you, and you gave the, the, um, the affirmation a moment ago, Cheryl, um, of, you know, if you're feeling unloved, that you say, I radiate love and love fills my life. But, you know, what actually seems to me should have to happen there is not that you say the words, I radiate love, but decide you're going to radiate love. I'd, if I felt unloved, then I would be asking myself, Am I unlovable? Mm -hmm. You know, am I, if I'm critical of everybody who comes within my sphere, then I'm going to be very difficult to love. So I want to look at that. And if I realize also that I am not loving towards the people around me, then, then I'm going to want to change that. I want to be a loving person because a loving person is more likely to experience love in return. Right. So that's sort of my concept on this mm -hmm. well and it makes sense but I think if you start telling yourself that you radiate love I think mm -hmm. once you sort of say those words and put that out there I think that that gives you a shift in your behavior I think if, if you start telling yourself I'm a person who radiates love and say and in, in, in the past you've been fairly negative and critical of other people then once you start sort of telling yourself that you're someone who radiates love, I think there's going to be a shift in your behavior, too. Absolutely. It's got so, to start somewhere. In, it's got to start somewhere. And, and Carrie, you, you're right on it. And, and, and I think I collected that thought in what I said, that the words aren't enough, you know, if you're right. going to yep. change to radiate love. And actually, I have a technique that, that I have used uh, on myself with great success. And I have written things. Like if I, if I decided I wanted to radiate love, I could tell you exactly how I would go through my day. I would get right. up in the morning and think I want to radiate love, and then I'd forget about it by 10 o'clock. Uh -huh. um, so what I have done may sound silly, but I'll tell you, friends, it's not. No. I have written down on a piece of paper uh, something, and, and exact, that example would be, you know, I radiate love or any other, you know, thought that is in that neighborhood. And I'll tape it to my chest under my shirt so I'm aware okay. of it all day. Right. And, you know, I put on, I wrote on my hand one day, uh, God's hand, to remind me of, you know, how I should be conducting myself, you know, as I am using God's hand. Yeah, that's and, a great you know, idea. So those things great like idea. that, that, you know, yeah, you kind of bring yourself into yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I mean, because, you know, and it's funny, you say it's silly or, it, I can't remember if you said it was silly or stupid, but what I have found is that it's techniques just like that, that when people first hear them, they think that's not going to be helpful, but they are generally the most helpful. <laughs> it is absolutely helpful to do things like that because then you're, like, it's really just about raising your awareness, right? So you found something to do that just keeps you constantly vigilant, constantly thinking about it during the course of the day, and that's what makes the difference. Yes. So, great idea. Great idea. Well, thank you, Scott. And I want to give, we're playing a game today, and we're doing some therapy techniques. So I want to give you a negative idea, and I want you to turn it into a positive affirmation. 
Would you do that with me? Mm-hmm, sure. Okay. So yours is going to be, I'm stuck in a lousy job, becomes what? Hmm. Um, I do my job extremely well and um, will recognize new opportunities as they appear. Awesome. Absolutely. Very good. Very, very good. So somebody is sitting at their desk right now, and they're going, oh, my God, can you see what's going on down here? I am ready to be out of here. So change your thought process and watch goodness come to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Scott. And Okay, bye now. Bye. Have a great day. That was pretty good, Carrie. That was good. That was awesome. It was. It's time for us to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have more of the Sherelle and Carrie show. <laughs> Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel. Uh, as we were just talking about during break, I guess some folks are having a tough time accessing us online. So our fabulous producer in the studio is going to explain a little bit about how to do that. Dustin? Yeah, it's it's actually pretty easy. Somebody that's very computer literate, um, I guess. But if you go on to hearwomentalk.com, just type in your browser, hearwomentalk.com. When that page comes up, there is a menu bar that's green. It goes right across the center of the page, and it reads Home Social Network Live Radio. And you click on Live Radio, and then the next page that comes up, there is a ma- a great big square. Um, play button i guess you would say is as what you would imagine a play button to look like it's a triangle pointed right um and you click that play button and the show will start it's two clicks hearwomentalk.com click on live radio and then click the play button awesome couldn't be easier so (laughs) check us out online listen to us by phone get to us any way you can (laughs) and i believe we have a caller on hold still don't we Uh, David, 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 yes, David's on hold. Good morning, David. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Carrie. How are you? Doing well. <laughs> what you got this morning for us, David? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Carrie was talking about the size of the average woman and um, how the models and stuff, you know, bring the ladies down. Yeah. And Carrie, I just got one question for you. All right, baby. What size are you, a two or a four? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sitting here looking at somebody on the beach in a bikini. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Is that not the hottest? (laughs) You go, girl. Peter melts every time I turn that picture on. <laughs> that picture on. I, I got nothing. I don't know what to say. I'm kind of speechless. Um, uh, yeah, I, you two? know, uh, four. I'm a size four. But you know what? <laughs> I mean, I, I go to the gym every day. I really have no excuses not to be, well, and I, not every day, probably five times a week, but and it helps me stay sane. I think if I weren't going to the gym, I'd probably be one of those people you'd hear about on the news. Carrie woman goes crazy in the McDonald's, but um, but it keeps me sane. And you know, the, the the great byproduct of that is it you know helps me stay in shape. So 
you know, it is what it is. But I, but still, even, you know, being a size four, even still, I can look at images of other women like that and still sort of feel like, wow. You know, so I I don't do that. I don't, Sherelle, do you? I, I don't You generally pick up women's magazines. The only one that I happen to read is the one called More. And that is because generally they use women, they use normal, average, everyday women um, in their in their photo layouts. So, and they sort of celebrate women over the age of 40, which I think is awesome because, like I said, in movies and, and television, generally you can see, you know, you can see the two main characters. The man will be, you know, like in his 40s or 50s, like, uh, I can't even George Clooney or whoever. And then they, he's, they've, they's always got a, a woman by his side that's in her 20s. <laughs> like, what's up with that? So, um, I even limit my exposure to, to media. And, and that's one of the reasons why. So, thanks, David. <laughs> Appreciate you calling me out like that, man. Well, <laughs> Carrie, I mean, really, you look great. Thank you, dear. Thank you very much. And and Scott that had called a little while ago. Uh huh. I just wanted I just wanted to say to Scott, I hope you know, he said that he had taped a piece of paper to his chest every right. morning with something written on it. Right. I feel sorry for him. He has to pull that off. Uh yeah. Well maybe he's a guy that doesn't have any chest hair, David. I don't <laughs> think he does anymore. <laughs> he doesn't have to get his chest waxed. <laughs> but I think that was a great idea, though. I think he had a really good idea. Even writing on his hand, that's an awesome idea. Just something to keep it in your head as you go throughout your day, you know? So. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your call. Thank you so much for calling. You're quite welcome. I hope you have an awesome weekend. You do the same. Have fun Thank this weekend. Thank Aren't you. you the game tomorrow? I'm going to uh, yeah watch my son play football tonight, and then I'm going to go tomorrow morning to watch my friend Steve uh, do his pirate gig for East Carolina. Yep, so I'm going to be footballing it out this weekend, which is odd because I really am not that into sports. But um, I'm learning to love football. How about that? That's my positive information for the weekend. <laughs> I am learning to love football. <laughs> Nice talking to you too, honey. Have a great weekend. So, Sherelle, I know you've recently got gotten into the working out thing too, haven't you, within the last year or so? Hush your mouth, girl. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> it I feels... Was, I was, I'm trying to get this eating thing down because if I'm hungry and I don't have snacks in my pocketbook, it's straight to McDonald's. I was scuffing down... Uh, 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 French fries yesterday. So if I can get this eating habit right, I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be I hear good. you. I hear you. So it's something you're working on. I'm working on it, baby. That's that's the I goal can... you're working towards. Absolutely. It sounds like we are down to the last part of our show, and um, I just want to thank everybody that called in. Absolutely. I, I tell you that 10:05 call, and I will tell you, folks. Please call in early. You know, a lot of folks wait until after 1030 to call in, and then our time runs out. So we yep. encourage you to call in ASAP. 
And the number again is 646-652-2071. And please tell a friend when you're trying to change lives and we need to hear from you. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure as always, Sherelle. Absolutely. So I'm going to leave you guys with a thought. I mean, this irrational thinking is really big. Um, I see a lot of that. So today I live, I leave with you. I can feel good about myself. I can make positive changes in my life. I can do it. So let's stop saying I can't do it. It's going to be too hard. It'll never happen. But change your thought process this week too. I can do it. And that's our show for this week. Psych with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nichols, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Here Women Talk. See you next week, guys.